Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So you've got me rambling on about, you know, stuff that happened in the last week. Uh, games, movies, TV. Probably more games, maybe. Yeah. Uh, if you're one of our lovely, lovely YouTube subscribers, virtual high five to you, because you rock. Uh, if you want to subscribe uh, on the audio devices, so you've got SoundCloud and iTunes, you can subscribe there too. And it would be hugely, hugely cool if you did. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. noise in there straight off the bat let's get out of the way other things to get out of the way I am not drinking beer right now uh, and by beer I of course mean the very strong very alcoholic non-alcoholic beer I'm a little out of breath as you may may be picking up on because uh, Honestly, I probably started this a little too soon. I should have taken a moment. One second. <coughs> Not the virus. <sighs> Gonna warn you. Um, whereas every week I'm like, oh, this week, uh, this week I've got nothing to talk about. Um, and then it ends up being like an hour and ten minute podcast. One second, I'm going to have to move this. Uh, the worst thing ever. I don't know what that sounds like. It looks awful um, on the squiggly blue line. Um, what was I saying? Did I say what time? It was a quarter to ten. Time of recording, quarter to ten, and every week I'm like, oh no, I'm saying about how it's a busy one. I've just got a lot of stuff on the list this week. I also have a banging headache, which is uh, a stress headache. The reason it's quarter to ten is I've just spent, I mean, what will it be, like two hours? It could be more than that. No, wait. Let's say, let's call it two hours, so that we don't have to keep dwelling on it. I've spent the last two hours making my middle daughter a birthday cake. Um, one of those things, I think, it'd been like this thing, like setting out into 2021, the idea was to get better at making cakes uh, and not even making cakes um, presentation but as with almost anything in life know your audience so if I'm making a cake for uh, 
I'm going to say conservatively two out of my three children um, there are certain stipulations there's certain things you can't use certain things you can use uh, and when it comes down to presentation that is made very difficult because uh, it has to fit into a certain guideline um, short version is not a lot you can do about presentation but yeah I've just been the last two hours shouting swearing throwing things um, while simultaneously keeping incredibly calm um, today has been the weirdest day I feel like I've been in some kind of weird time vortex today um, every time I looked at the clock today was a working day this is what makes it even weirder every time I looked at the clock it was there was a point where it was two hours later than I thought it was I had to triple check the time on multiple clocks there was a point where I was like oh, I've got like ten minutes to do something and the next thing I was like where did that ten minutes go I, I've now I've now overshot it's like 12 minutes later or whatever oh, this headache is not helping things I need to I need to take the time to calm it down but I just don't I don't have the time for that so we've covered the birthday cake um, at time of recording I don't want to date this but I mean it's one of those I imagine what's going to re release tomorrow is like the Christmas episode of the podcast three weeks into uh, into January, which is something that I I really want to address, but also don't feel able to. So today is Monday. It was quarter to ten. It's not quarter to ten anymore. Today is Blue Monday. It, uh, as I say, I don't want to date this, but the date today is the 18th of January. Blue Monday. So, we'll come back to that. Um, but yeah, that will become significant further down the line because the list got so big um, and um, you know the reason that it's so big is because it's just got like some bits from the week um, but then I've got like a long list of films films that I haven't hadn't haven't hadn't seen so obviously I want to talk about them um, I've got a couple of games to talk about but the problem being is that the like the films it, it's not it's not somewhere that I'm like oh this film was good turns out that's what's going to happen um, but I looked at areas where I could trim the fat um, and ultimately I think uh, I think where I can trim the fat is from the stuff from the week but we'll see um, 
I feel a bit, I'm super stressed. Um, and I've probably eaten a little bit too much cake. So I imagine that that, that combination is not amazing. Um, but anyway, let's let's look at the list and get a little bit of focus. I apologise. Um, yeah, I feel like it's the clock. Even though the clock has technically stopped because the cake is now in the fridge. Um, so maybe it'll maybe it'll die down. I think I might have just wiped some form of chocolate on my face. Hmm, interesting. So, here's something about podcasting and the way I, I podcast. I write a list. This will become a this will be a surprise to absolutely everybody. That's a joke. Um, I write a list, and it usually starts a couple of days after I've done a podcast, depending. Um, sometimes I get to the day of the podcast, and I'm like, "Yeah, I got nothing to talk about." And then two hours later, I'm like, it's going to be a long one today. Um, and that's just kind of the way it goes. It's a system that I use. I imagine there's probably a fair amount of um, podcasters that use a list system. The thing about using a list is you write a list. Let's say I start a list on Tuesday, for the benefit of the doubt. And then... Seven days later, six days later, six days later, I do a podcast. If I put something on the list on Tuesday, by the following Monday, that list might change. That list might have added different things. And something later in the list might contradict something earlier in the list. And this is the case today. And what I mean by that is, I'm going to talk about... Um, the worst run so this is a subject that i've raised uh recently i hope <laughs> weirdly i hope it wasn't last week because then i'm just going to be banging in fact i can find out that one um i'm kind of hoping it was like maybe a couple of weeks ago still fresh but i'm not you know i don't want you listening to this being like is this the same podcast um so January, as previously mentioned, um, and we've had various bits of snow. There was points in time it was like it's going to snow for days, and then you know it rained. Uh, oh, it's going to be really heavy snow, and it snowed heavily for like an hour, and then it rained. You know that that's generally I find that to be the weather. If they predict snow, then uh, yeah, it's probably not going to snow. I think I've been right more than uh, the Met or BBC. So, you know, just saying. So there was a day where it had snowed. It snowed a lot. But I'm a, I'm a rain or shine kind of guy. Went out for my run. And it was very much like the, the last one. The one I talked about, it was... I don't know. Well, no, that's not true. I can work it out. So, snow hits your forehead, turns to water, runs down, collects sweat, which is ultimately salt, and runs into your eyes. 
I was going to say, I don't know why, in those conditions, are my eyes stinging. But there we go. A mystery solved live on the podcast. The thing that was the biggest issue was every step on multiple sections of this run. You know that thing where you... I can't quite explain it. Um, you put you step your foot down. Let's say you put your foot in a puddle, and then you step your next foot down in the same puddle, and that splashes water like a mini tidal wave into your shoe. So. You've got that, and then obviously the next step you take, you splash water into your other shoe. And if the puddle's like 20 foot, I think we all know what's gonna happen. So I went out and this run was just the the worst run. Um, I think we can safely say it trumps the, uh, the previous worst run. This one's top of the pops. Um, it was, it was pretty awful. It was pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Um, so I got out of there anyway. It was the worst run. Um, but I've been dealing with this thing recently. Um, and I wrote it on the list because I just I just got to the point where I like I it's a thing it's grown into a thing so I've been really struggling for um, for motivation what I've written down here is lack of motivation for working harder um, so in lockdown. 1.0 as it's now known and is a, is a phrase I hate just like this is lockdown 3.0 and I hate that as well um, they closed the gyms now I was going to the gym five times a week I was uh, running on the treadmill I was um, working out um, you know you know it's chest and back arms and arms um, don't think I was doing any legs at that point I was having an issue with working legs um, but I, you know I was hitting the treadmill I was hitting the weights I was well and truly into that situation and there's something I talked about at the time about how I, I felt like I was losing a little bit of my identity um, however Thanks to uh, thanks to Land clearing space in the garage and um, getting the uh, the garage uh, weight system back into action, I was able to um, carry on working out. And then X amount of time later, uh, I went back to to running, um, and and that was that. The problem with it is is that when I started in the garage I was like gyms will be back open soon and I'll be going back to the gym 
and between now and then I realistically just have to maintain so there was like a point in time where I increased the weight and then there was another point in time I increased the weight since then so that will have been you know April, May, June whatever going on for what nine months plus you know it's heading for a year all of this sort of stuff I am still in that maintenance phase um, and I'll happily tell anybody who listen you know you guys especially um, I work out five times a week for what purpose I am starting to question because for somebody who you know started working out in a gym at 15 I think I, I, I know how it goes you know you do so much and then you up the weight you do so much and you up the weight and that's how you, you get bigger and stronger and faster and so on um, and knowing that and knowing that I need to do that and getting to this point where I'm like I really need to do that um yeah i'm like i need to do it but i just i just can't do it i haven't got the motivation to do it same with the running you know the running was i'm going out and i'm running and i'm i'm covering the distance i'm going you know i'm going all the way to the place where i go and i'm coming all the way back and i'm, I'm you know i'll tell anybody running five times a week but that realization of you can't really call it running. You you know that I I will say, always say it's not running, and I'm pretty sure it's reached a point where it's it's now just shuffling, is the word I would use. It's running with the minimal amount of effort. That's what I've realised, and I'm covering a distance, but I'm covering that distance using the least amount of energy possible because you know in my head I've got, I've got to keep all that energy but I've got to keep it keep it back um, and even on you know Saturday Saturday's my big run day because it's my cheat meal so I want to get I want to pay for that cheat meal before and I go out I do a longer run but I, I I'm just I'm just shuffling my way there and shuffling my way back you know, um, Monday it's the quote-unquote easier run. Tuesday it's the quote-unquote harder run. That's doing the hills in reverse, so they you know they're, they're bigger, they're harder. Wednesday's a rest day. Um, Thursday, e quote-unquote easy. Friday harder. Saturday long run. Um, and that. That was, you know, that was that. And uh, there was this part of me was like, well, I, I went for a run. And going for a run's always going to be better than not. But it's not a run. And my body is so used to lifting the weight that it's been lifting for nine months that it's, it's bordering on pointless. And I just hit this realisation of A... I need to do more. I need to put more effort into my running. I need to go further. I need to go faster. 
B, I need to lift heavier weights. I need to do other exercises. I need to be putting more time and more effort into it. And C, I can't be bothered to do any of that. But then there's a D. So what happens is, you've got A, you've got B, and you've got C. And eventually, A and B start to win over C. So I wrote a list, and I started it last Tuesday, and I started, and I was like, man, I, I had the worst run. I'm still I'm struggling for motivation. I'm struggling for you know to increase stuff. Saturday comes round. So the third thing that I've written on my list is longer run in brackets felt okay. Saturday rolls round. I head out for the for the long run. There's a little part of me that's like you know you're going to go further today. And there's this other part of me, this huge, like, 95% of me that's like, <laughs> no you're not. And I'm just like, you've got, you've got to do it, man, because when, when are you going to? And I was like, I don't have it in me today. This is like, you know, internal stuff. Um, I'm not running down the street having this conversation. Like man, you gotta do it, you gotta get out there, you gotta you gotta go further. It's Saturday, I go further anyway. Yeah, but you need to go, you know, you need to do it. Today's the day, let's get it done. So I went out on my Saturday run and I did the long run and I'm heading back. And the realization of if you go home now and you haven't gone further, you are gonna spend the rest of the day hating yourself it's that simple it just boils down to that if you have the opportunity to do it and you didn't do it you're gonna regret it for the rest of the day sunday and so on and so forth. so i was like looks like we're doing it then so i think i ran an extra mile which to some doesn't sound like a lot um however when you've done it after running two and a half miles. Yeah, that's 5k, isn't it? Now, I can't confirm 100%. I don't use any of the uh, the tracking, uh, run, run tracking things. Because when I used to use them, it was just press the button and away you go. Now, they're like, we want to sell your data to absolutely everybody so is that cool with you i'm like no it's like then you can't use our service it's like cool um but i know that the quote-unquote long run is in the region of two and a half miles and i know that what i added on was in the region of a mile smart slap those puppies together you've got nearly let's go with nearly three and a half miles and the last time I checked three and a half miles was 5k now I'm doubting myself is it 5k I think it's 5k might be like 3.6 or something and the note that I've got written there 
was true. I got home, I was like, you know, positive endorphins and all that. I felt good that I'd done it. I felt good that I'd gone that further distance. And all of that, but, and here's the but. I could have probably gone further. And this was the thing, back in my, in my running days, um, you know, what I used to do, I used to do 5k every day, I used to do 10k's on a weekend, sometimes. Um, in my running days, that was, that was always a thing, I'd go and I'd do, I'd, I'd run 5k, I'd be dying, I'd get home, I'd walk through the door, I'd be like, could have gone further. I did like, you know, I did 10Ks. I got back, got to the door, went in, could have gone further. And already I'm now like, okay, could have gone further. So, you know, let's see what this Saturday brings. Um... I'm just thinking now, I don't know how much time I'll have on this. I see, straight away, in with the excuses. Um, so, this is, this is something that's um, quite difficult for me to talk about, uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go. I'm going to try something new. Um, and we'll see how we get on. If I get so far and it's too much, I might have to. Uh, I might have to bail, but we'll see. Um, and it's one of my favourite things. I start out by uh, sounding like a dick, so you know. So through all of this lockdown stuff, um, I see a lot. So mostly on Twitter. And it's like, people like, oh man, I'm really depressed. Oh man, I'm really down. Uh, I just feel like, does anybody else feel like, uh, like they're really depressed? And this is, this is me being honest right now. I read those posts and I read those things. And I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, get a grip. And there's a part of me that's like, are you just doing it for like, I always look to see how many, how many likes that tweet has got. Or, you know, how many comments. Um, and there's big, there, you know, there is a big part of me that's a bit like, you know, pull yourself together. Not, not in a, not in a like a, you know, sort yourself out sort of sense. More of a, come on, you know, I know it's bad, but we're all in it together and we've all got to get out the other side. And maybe that's, maybe that's all it is. Maybe that's somebody saying, I'm really struggling and I need some help. In the hope that somebody comes back to them and is like, I know how you feel. Maybe I'm not being sympathetic to those needs. It doesn't sound like me. So... There's that, there's that part of me that's easily saying, and then there's the part of me that's like, like I say, you know, 
once I once I have a word with myself, I'm like, maybe that person's struggling, maybe that person's having a really rough time. Maybe they're not just doing it for I was gonna say for sympathy, but that's not what I mean. For um, attention, that's the word. Probably just blew your ear rolls out. Um, maybe they're not doing it for attention. Maybe that maybe it's you know a little bit of a, of a cry for help in some degree. Um, so this past weekend. Um, and today uh, what I realised uh, is that I, I've been I've been suffering with a, a severe bout of depression um, and I realised this at the point that uh, yesterday um, I couldn't I could not keep my eyes open and you know Saturday night stayed up a little bit later because um, Saturday night that, that old part of me that will probably n never die always it's like Saturday you got to you know party hard and um, and you know as years have gone on it's now like Saturday night it's movie night cheat meal you know that sort of stuff um so you know i stayed up a little bit later and um uh, and there's a possibility i got up a little earlier than i would have done but all i wanted to do was sleep that's all i wanted to do every time i sat down just close my eyes. Every time I, I stopped moving, I just wanted to close my eyes. And this was like, it was just a few days um, where I was really depressed. And it was really difficult, it was a really difficult time. Um, I'm still uh, I'm still at a point now where I'm not feeling amazing. Um, I feel emotional uh, because I'm, I'm 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 incredibly stressed. I am. Uh, I think I can safely say I'm quite depressed. Um, I did a thing today, right? I snapped at someone that, in hindsight, I really, <laughs> I really shouldn't have snapped at. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they, uh, they seemed to completely ignore it, which was uh, probably a good thing. Um, but now, now I'm just like, Man, all those people on, on 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 the Twitter on Twitter that were like, "Oh, I'm just really depressed," and the irony being is that it's it's Blue Monday, uh, but I feel uh, that that's just a coincidence because, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm the guy that's like, I'm different. <laughs> I was depressed on Saturday. 
Uh, I was depressed on Saturday and Sunday, but not Monday, but still Monday. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I think it's causing some kind of um, hysteria to some degree. Um, yeah. So what I felt like this was this was a little bit of a shit sandwich. I've been talking about stuff that didn't hugely matter, and then I was going to talk about being depressed, uh, and then I was going to talk about something, which I'm going to admit to this now, so I don't get into any trouble. This is kind of stolen from somewhere. Um, I was listening to. Bill Burr podcast, so you know, all credit where credit's due. I was listening to a Bill Burr podcast a while ago, and he got talking about a recipe. And he got talking about, you know, oh, I don't know, I have this recipe. Oh, let me look it up. And then he just like totally flew off the handle about when you go onto the internet to find a recipe, and then you end up reading a, a page about, you know, the, the invention of whatever thing, whatever item it is that you're trying to make, and all this and the other. And why the fuck can't they just give you the ingredients and tell you how to make it? And it's like, you know, 900 pages long. And ultimately you don't get the recipe and you don't get how to make it. And I was like, <laughs> I was listening to this. I remember the point in time. I was listening to it in the garage whilst working out, shouting at my phone going, yeah, yeah, you're right. This evening, I attempted to find a recipe for pizza dough. Holy shit balls. There was a point in there was a point where I was on a website and they were literally like, so pizza was invented in and I'm like, how is this giving me what ingredients I need and then telling me how to make pizza dough? And do you know something? I went through that website top to bottom of that web page should I say top to bottom nowhere on that page was there a recipe or the method of making pizza dough and do you know what search I used the search was pizza dough recipe I cannot stress the number of websites I've been through this evening to try and find a pizza dough recipe and I know what you're thinking right now well surely you will have found what you believe to be a decent pizza dough recipe have I balls What? There was a point in time where you could go to the internet and you could find what you wanted. And, th and this is the thing. So I found one. Firstly, you've got to get through all the gump. But then let's not forget you've got to accept the cookies or not accept the cookies. And if you're like me, I'm like, fuck your cookies. So I have to go to the other page and tell them that I don't want them to collect all my data and use all of my stuff and sell it to the highest bidder. Knowing full well that whether I've said yes or no or not, they're still going to do it anyway. They're going to find some other way of doing it. 
because they'll just capture the, capture the traffic. So there's that. Then I get on the page. Finally. Top to bottom. Right at the very bottom after I've learned who invented pizza. Press here to go straight to the recipe. I mean, you could have put that at the top, surely. I go straight to the recipe. And straight away I'm like, fuck you. Because the recipe's in cups. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is, this is Britain, my dear. Or sir, sir or madam. Now use cups. So you can. So I come out of that. I go into another one. I found exactly what I was looking for. Right up to the point where it told me I needed. Was it semolina? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, everything was perfect. Right up to the point that it needed semolina. And I'm like, what is this? It gave me some alternatives to semolina. And there was two alternatives. One of them I've never heard of before. And the other one I was like, well, I'm, I've got about as much chance as getting that. Came out of that one. At this point in time. I categorically do not have a pizza dough recipe. If anybody's got a decent pizza dough recipe, can you drop me uh, an email with it on? Um, so there will not be any homemade pizza in this house unless A, I can find a pizza dough recipe in the next 12 hours, and B, somehow get to the shops to get some freaking bread flour <sighs> honestly right there I'm done you you are you are free to go have <laughs> a joke right so it's movies um typically after everything I said I imagine this podcast is about an hour long already um so let's start some movies, and I'll uh, I'll try and be quick. Um, I have watched some great films uh, in the last week. I have watched some fucking Netflix, man. Every single time. Every single time. Anyway, let's get started. I watched Zodiac. Um, ages ago, I saw a video about the, the rebirth of Robert Downey Jr. And it said that the thing that launched him back into the public eye, the film that brought him back after all of his troubles, was the film Zodiac. It's a film I've never seen. And um, I saw that it was available on Prime. So, you know, add it to the watch list. I'm sure I'll get to it, you know, one one day. Um, that was that. Um, 
as for the purposes of the podcast, I am trying to watch... Um, for want of a better way of putting it, stuff that generates content, um, i.e. not films I've seen before, not films I've potentially reviewed for you guys before, um, but um, films generate uh, content. I've just realised that I never even made my point about um, working out about the list. So the list was the whole thing about how I was struggling to motivate myself to do more, and the 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 swinging the other way thing was that I um did more working out and ran further. So I, I did more working out today, um, and I've, been, I've got it in my head that I'm going to increase the weight. Sorry, a little all over the map today. Uh, Zodiac. Now here's here's the thing. Um, I've not seen it, so I was like, right, that's a reason to watch it. Podcast. That's what I was saying. Um, didn't know a massive amount about it. I'd read the blurb. I have to find that the blurbs, especially um, on Amazon Prime, their blurbs are weird because you can't read it all. And I I can't find a way to get in to read it all. It's just like three lines that just ends partway through one of the sentences. It's like, all right, cool. I, I don't need to know about this film then. Cool. Um, so, turned out to have a really good cast. Robert Downey Jr., Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Edwards. Anthony, 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 one of those. So, uh, three Marvel alum, obviously before, um, and Goose. Um, something I will say is that, I don't, and this, is, this always sounds bad, but it's not meant to be. I didn't realise how long it was when I put it on. And it felt like it took, like, like an entire... Evening, like an like an entire point in time to watch. I don't know what was wrong, um, but it just felt like it took like a whole day to watch. Obviously, it didn't, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. It, I, I can't explain it. I think I went to get drinks about eight times. Obviously, won't help everything, starting and stopping and all of that. Um, but I never realised how long it was when I put it on. It was only at a point where I'd gone to get a drink, and I paused it, and I was like, "Why is this film only like a third of the way through? I feel like I've been watching it a while." And then I looked, and it's two hours forty minutes long. And I was like, "Okay." Um was good um, I feel a bit like like I don't want to ruin stuff um, by giving too much information 
but then me just going it was good probably doesn't give enough information uh, about the Zodiac Killer um, and like the police get to a point where they can't carry on looking for this guy because it spanned years and years and years and years um, and there was like these guys that just got obsessed um, what I will say is for a 2 hour 40 minute film when I got to the end I was a bit like having not known anything about it I got to the end and I was like really? that that's that's the end I was disappointed not in the film I was disappointed in the outcome um, all the actors previously mentioned were all very good uh, they, they seem to sort of come and go a bit Two of the four actors I mentioned aren't in all of the film. Just something that's often not necessarily the case. Um, when you've got actors of a certain calibre. So, maybe, and that's maybe why it was so noticeable. Um, but it was, it was very good, it was very enjoyable. Um, there was a super creepy bit in it. One of those where you can feel your heart going out just a little bit quicker. Um, very enjoyable movie. Keeping with Mark Ruffalo for a moment, uh, I watched Dark Waters. Now, this is one of those things that I'd seen a trailer for this a while back and I was like oh you know that looks cool um, but I very much thought it was about this is going to sound a bit dumb I thought it was about dumping chemicals into water and like chemicals being like chemical waste um, and that wasn't what it was about but still kind of about that it wasn't about dumping it into water it was about um, dumping chemicals into into landfills uh, but ultimately also into the air and it was so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm trying to, uh, I need to look up. Do you know something? Uh, I think it was yesterday I actually considered doing like all of the prep for the podcast just to see what difference it would make. Like literally look up all of the actors for all of the movies, all of that sort of stuff. I actually considered doing it. And then I was a bit like, nah, it's more fun this way. There was one thing, one really standout thing about this film, and this is going to sound a bit weird in a way, 
But there was a really, really standout thing for me in this film. There was an example of bad casting. So they cast Anne Hathaway as Mark Ruffalo's character's wife. And from literally the first moment I saw her in that film playing the role she was playing, I was like, nah, nah, no, no, we've, we've done this wrong. This is not correct. And through the entire film, my opinion never changed. Like, if I, if I took one thing away from that film, the one thing I would take away from that film would be that they badly cast her in that film. She shouldn't have been in that role. Um, the other standout actors, uh, Tim Robbins. I often feel that we don't see enough of Tim Robbins. We've always had quite a lot of time for him. Uh, Bill Pullman. Um, Bill Pullman played a bit of a weird character. I think he was playing somebody that was older than he is. Um, yeah, it was a bit odd. Uh, something that was nice right at the very end. Um, it show it flashed flash back through the film to show all the all the real life people that were actually in the film, and uh, the the main guy, Robert Billet, and uh, his wife Sarah Billet were actually in it, which I thought was cool. Uh, and then there was a there was this um, kid that they'd mentioned who uh, he was also in it, like the the, the kid, the real life kid was in it. Very good film, absolutely terrifying when when you find out what it's actually about, and by that I mean how do I say this without spoiling it? Let's put it this way: I thought it was about dumping chemicals in a certain in my head it was a certain thing in actual fact it was about dumping chemicals in a different way and the chemical in question so made the whole thing so much worse because in my head when you talk about dumping chemicals it's like oh a little you know a little lake in some backwater or something and they're you know they're pouring barrel barrels of sludge into the water and then all the fish die or there's a factory and they've got a runoff where they dump all the chemical waste into it and it runs out into a river and the, the animals drink the water from the river and they and they die. Um, yeah, it was it was it was so much worse than that. Um, I remember. I remember something from a while ago. Yeah, I'll have to leave that thought there because it would give too much away if I continued pulling at that particular thread. Moving on. Um, unfortunately, moving on means I do have to look something up, but I know that it's already there because I looked up at the time. I looked this particular person up. I watched the film In Time. Uh, <laughs> I thought on a recommendation 
that turned out to be not a recommendation because when I said to the person, oh, I watched a film that you recommended to me, they were like, I've never seen that film. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Anyhow, in time. In Time does this thing. Right at the very start, it tells you the premise of the film. And literally, it goes, you either get on board now, or we're done here. And you're like, okay, then I guess I'm on board. So that's that. You have to you have to buy into something that with that gives absolutely no explanation. So once you've bought it, then you're fine. You're set for the rest of the movie. And the movie goes on. And and basically, you know what? I'll tell you what. I will read. Right here we go. In a in a future where people stop aging at twenty five but are engineered to live only one more year, having the means to buy your way out of the situation is a shot at immortal youth. Now, if you understand that, cool. You can watch this film. And that's the way the film works. If you understand what you're told at the very beginning, then you can watch the movie. If not, then you're probably better off turning it off then because there is a super sketchy plot hole later on. Now then, I looked her up at the time. I thought the woman in it was Emma Stone. And as the film went on for quite a while, I was like, do you know something? I don't think that's Emma Stone. But I'm sure it is. So I looked her up. One Emma Stone at all. Is it? Is that who it is? Uh, maybe she's the main person from uh, Mamma Mia, which I have never seen. Totally seen that. Anyway, uh, Justin Timberlake. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Cillian Murphy, Olivia Wilde, those, oh, uh, Johnny Galecki from Big Bang's in it, uh, and uh, a guy who, the only thing I ever remember him from was, he was in Angel, um, can't tell you his name because I can't find it, so, in a, in a future, sounds like a possible future, uh, you stop aging at 25. Cool, so everybody over the age of 25 still looks 25. Not, not explained at all. Um, that's just, that's just that. So, yeah, it's all about, you know, buying time, selling time, the rich get richer, they increase the, um, 
They increase the cost of living so that poor people just basically end up dying and rich people, um, yeah, the rich get richer, isn't it? That's the way it goes. It was fine. It was a perfectly fine watch. Um, like I say, you really do have to buy into the premise of the movie. Which was fine, apart from this thing. So there's this thing that's like, it was it was said to be fighting, a bit like arm wrestling, um, but but you're doing it with time. And the premise being is that depending which way your hand is, depends whether the person's taking your time or you're taking theirs. And he explains it at a certain point. And he's like, oh, you, you know, once the time gets down to a certain point, they're just watching your clock. And then you take their time. Which involves rolling your hand over. This was the point in time I completely lost what was going on. Because I was like, well, surely the other person just turns it back, waits a few seconds, and then you die and they win. Surely it's a, a strength thing, like a tug of war. But no, not, again, another element that's not explained. And he absolutely manages to do it to this guy. Uh, honestly, it was... Yeah, it was it was a very strange thing. Um, if you could ignore those elements, like the the story being like um, okay, I guess sort of situation when they tell you what it's about, it's like okay, and the whole the the fighting thing. If you can overlook those, you're gonna end up with a reasonably entertaining movie. Unfortunately, that is a big but. So, I watched the film the other day that I was a bit like, I'm just putting it on. Uh, I'm not expecting a lot from it. I'd seen a trailer a while ago. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, happy, to, uh, I'm happy to watch this film. I wasn't expecting huge huge things from it but I certainly was was happy to uh, to give it a go film in question is widows um, I thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna turn out to be something like um, was it oceans 8 where they did oceans what did it start with wait a minute Oceans 9. Did it start with 9? Whatever the Oceans films were. And then they did it with women. I wasn't sure if it was maybe a little bit like that. Not so. Um, the film starts with like some some big actors. So here we go. I'll tell you, I'll tell you some of the people. Liam Neeson. John Berthenthal. And another couple of guys I didn't really recognise. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about this one because I don't think it's a bit too much of a spoiler. They do a job, the job goes wrong, 
they all die and bear that in mind when you think about a couple of those names because there's some pretty big actors especially at this point in time um, then you've got Viola Davis who as far as I'm concerned will always be Amanda Waller um, from Suicide Squad has she done another one as that character I don't know and um, Michelle Rodriguez and then there was Elizabeth Debicki can't say I know her but she did strike me <laughs> yeah she was in Tenet of course so these get all of these guys they you know quote unquote husbands um, all pull this job and they all die leaving all the wives women whatever um, in predicaments that every one of them's in a, in a situation um, basically they all own money or they're all in bad living condition not condition but situations um, and then the Vio Viola Viola Davis his character finds a way to do a job which will get them the money they need oh Colin Farrell's in it and Robert Duvall great cast amazing cast so she finds she finds a way to do a job gets all the women or the widows hence the name in on the job um, and, they, and that's that that is the premise of the film it was really good I really enjoyed this film a lot <laughs> that thing a lot more than I thought I would um but no it was i really enjoyed it. i don't know whether it was like the point in time that i was watching it whether it was um the the cast maybe i, I thought it was a strong cast um I, I i don't know i don't know what it was about this film but this film really uh really worked for me i was i really enjoyed watching it it was an enjoyable time and and by the, even before it had finished i was saying i was like this film's great um i got i got to the end of that film and i was like yeah that is a really good film really enjoyable watch i think that was like part of it i enjoyed watching it which in some ways might sound odd um, but yeah firm recommendation on that one uh, and finally movie wise I wanted to get ahead of the game and I wanted to watch a brand new film a film I'd seen a uh, trailer for and I was waiting for it to come out uh, a Netflix original which is why I was cursing Netflix earlier the film is Outside the Wire starring Anthony Mackie now then does anybody remember when I reviewed Altered Carbon season 2 and I said 
he did not he was not the right person to cast in that role now i'm not going to say that about this what i am going to draw our attention back to is i was basically saying that anthony mackie he can be good in stuff and he was okay in this film but the problem being is I don't think the film made a huge amount of sense they kept like they kept changing what was going on and I know that that's like a thing you know you can change stuff but I, again I don't want to spoil anything but it's like Anthony Mackie's a, a, a super soldier um, you know bioengineered and, and all this and then and then they just changed it like oh no that's not the case um, oh he's something else alright okay and then they're like oh but you know you can do this but you can't do that now he can I just went like that all the way through it and the further it got the <laughs> The more batshit crazy it was. It was very much like they they decided that you didn't need to understand what was going on because there was going to be some explosions and some shoot shooty shooty bang bang. By <laughs> by the end, by the last bit of the film, I was like, "What is going on? What is going on in this film?" I think it was probably more me than the film. I think it was very much a, I've obviously missed something or I've obviously not, almost like I've obviously not been paying enough attention to know what's going on in this film, to know what's going on in this film. It's like, I feel like I've missed the thing that tells me what's going on. Not necessarily that the film was just just mental two things here number one Netflix have said that they're going to release a film a year no a film a week this year what I say to that is that's 52 films how many of those 52 films will be good I there's something seriously wrong in the in the Netflix film department um, I've seen I've seen quite a few of their original movies the only one that stands out as being very good was um, Polar pretty much every single one of the films that I've seen outside of that oh no there was why do I want to say it was Extraction by the Chris Helmsworth one that was very good but yeah the second thing is 
if you want to um, to die what you should do is do a little drinking game uh, put outside the wire on and then take a shot every time Anthony Mackie like hits the other guys like come on rookie and like and like hits him because if you do that you will die from alcohol poisoning honestly not entirely sure what the freaking hell was going on in that film whether it was supposed to be like a trait of his character or what but like every three seconds he was like hitting him being like come on man oh come on rookie oh come on guy I'm like do, do, you need, do you need to hit him is that, is that a thing it was like super noticeable it was really really weird so yeah um, I, I will hold my hands up on this one I feel that there's a large chance that this was me and not the film and if somebody wants to watch it and come back to me and tell me that it was me and in actual fact it made perfect sense I am happy to listen and be and be corrected on this one but uh, yeah okay um, talk a little bit about games and then, and then we'll wrap up um, I've been playing a lot of VR unfortunately um, I am playing the same game I've been playing for weeks uh, I just can't get away from Half-Life Alex. Um, so I'm not going to tell you about my third playthrough of Half-Life Alex. so there's no VR this week uh, I'm, I'm looking to rectify that I'm going to finish it this time and then I'm going to move on um, I'm working on the principle that I can come back again later if, uh, if I so desire there we go I am however going to talk about Spider-Man Miles Morales um, I finished it um, it was a very good game right that's the positive stuff out of the way let's, uh, let's get to the uh, catalogue of negatives um, absolutely not a full game um, what the, uh, the, the this game is a jam packed full of developer tricks so they knew full well that this wasn't a full game I believe the the, the, the series of events went like this we're releasing a Spider-Man game oh cool a Spider-Man game well it's a DLC I mean you made a big deal about it being a, a full game oh right okay yeah we'll make a full game we'll, we haven't got a full game what do you want us to do just pad it out make them spend like six hours collecting stuff people love that shit uh, that is miles morales as far as like actual um actual gameplay uh there is very little outside of collecting stuff fighting enemies in the place that you fought them in the other spider-man game but they're different enemies so that makes it okay and uh, a, a game mechanic that I don't want to say 
forces you to play New Game Plus, but let's face it, if you actually want to unlock everything, yeah, you're playing New Game Plus. Now, I am a man who loves New Game Plus. However, when you tell me I have to play it, apparently I don't love it anymore. Also, when you're like, oh, you got to play New Game Plus to unlock this. All right, cool. I'll do that then. Oh, yeah, but you got to probably play the full game again to unlock all of it. Mm, yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. Um, I keep going back to loads of fun, super fun, lots and lots of fun. Um, but it's a reskin of the other game. It's, you know, they put some snow out there and they gave Spider-Man power, you know, different powers. Some would say better powers. And that's it. It's basically the same game again. With a shorter story, new powers, reskin it so that it's snow. And, and that's it. Unfortunately for someone like me who played the other one recently, it's a bit like, mm, we've seen all this before. Uh, I read a thing today saying that um, they're making a big deal about Spider-Man 2. Which I kind of feel highlights the fact that Spider-Man Miles Morales was realistically just an add-on as such uh, but then they sold it as a full game at I'm pretty sure it was 60 quid when it came out <sighs> so just a, it's just a bit of a shame uh, it's a bit of an insult in, in certain ways uh, and I just feel you know um, for everything that was good about it there was a lot of um, like I say developer tricks uh, and if you if you would like collecting things, this is the game for you. So there, you know, a bit. Of, I know that that feels very mixed and it feels very negative. I, I I keep having to reiterate to anybody I speak to about this game. It's a lot of fun, and and you you fly through it because you enjoy playing it. It's a lot of fun, and let's not forget the the motto of the podcast being. You know, where did the fun go in games? Um, <laughs> which brings me nicely on to... <sighs> I have been playing... Immortals Phoenix Rising. <sighs> Sam said to me... Uh, before I started playing this game he'd been playing it and he was like it's a game that's been made where it takes loads of aspects of lots and lots of other games and brings them all together into one game unfortunately all the other games did all of those aspects better and he is absolutely right the biggest issue I have with it is that the main influence I would say on this game is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, and I can also say the one game out there uh, that I 
would never want to spend my time playing is um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's just, it's quite simple. It is not the game for me. And this game is very, very heavily influenced by that game. It's basically if Ubisoft made Zelda. Uh, but if Ubisoft made Zelda, I wouldn't play it. Zelda's just not for me, going all the way back to, you know, the first Zelda or Ocarina of Time or, or any of those. I'm aware of them. I'm not going to give you money for them and I'm not going to play them um, honestly I bought this game on a bit of a it was cheap which is something that you don't find these days cheap brand new I think it was like 30 quid new it had had a 7 out of 10 score I am a man that loves 7 out of 10 scores everything was right there was things about how the puzzles were too easy I was like hello that the, uh, the fighting and the combat was really good. I'm like, yes. Open world exploration. For me, on paper, this game takes a lot of boxes. Unfortunately, when you get into it, uh, yeah, it just, you know, a lot of ways it wants to be Zelda, it wants to be God of War, it wants to be Assassin's Creed. It just doesn't do any of those things as well as any of those games and the thing that I feel has influenced that game the most is the thing that I wouldn't spend my time playing now here's the thing started it and I was like I don't like this game and I played it a bit more and I was like I really don't like this game I played it a bit more. I was like, I don't like this game, but I'm just going to do this bit and then I'll turn it off. Or I'll just do this and then I'll turn it off. Or I'll just go over there and then I'll turn it off. Ah, oh, crap. So it turned into that to start with. Then I got quite into it and I'm like, yeah, I'm digging this game, man. I'm digging this game. Puzzles, you know, puzzles are fine. Um, collecting things, doing challenges, all of this. I'm like, I am into this game. I spent a lot of time with it. I was playing it a lot. That basically, I then went into a new area. I'd feel like, so I basically finished up the area I was in. I was like, I'll go to a new area and I'll check that out. Ugh. Oh man, you go into dungeons and it's like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, this, this is what we want you to do. I'm good, thanks. I uh, Honestly, last night I wanted to throw it out the window. Um, I think... I already sense that I'm probably going to switch games fairly soon. Possibly today. What time is it? Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, possibly today. But I don't know. Um, I think my issue at this point is is that if I swap games, I think I know that I'll probably not go back to this game. Um, 
And if that's the case, you know, maybe I should just trade it in now and be done with it. Uh, I know that, like I say, Sam was playing it, and I know he also got to a point where he just stopped playing it. Uh, I believe for different reasons, but ultimately the outcome is the same. As with all of these things, uh, I'll do my best to keep you posted on uh, on the development with that. Uh, or we'll be talking about a different game this time next week. Oh, that is something. Uh, day after tomorrow, Hitman 3 comes out. Uh, and it's the first game in a while where I've been like, hmm, do you know what? I get that, like day of release sort of thing. Um, I was very disappointed with the way that they'd done the like the Hitman game in this in this batch of this franchise. But I was really, really impressed with the way that they'd done the second one. So uh, kind of, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the third one. So we'll see. Uh, right. That is that. That is the podcast for this week. Uh, my apologies for the scatterbrain nature of this podcast. Um, that's if you made it this far. Um, as always, thank you for sticking with me. Um, sometimes it's uh, yeah. Sometimes it's easier than others, but you know, we're in this together ultimately. Thank you very much, and I will speak to you next time. So there we go, what do you think's that? Another one done. Another week gone. I mean, you know, where does the time go? No, seriously, I'm asking, where does the time go? YouTube watchers, uh, if you're a YouTube subscriber, you are an awesome person. You know, just saying. If you're an audio subscriber on SoundCloud or iTunes, you are also an awesome person. So there we go. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.